if there was a theme that emerged from Super Wildcard Weekend, it was inexperience. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Monday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you here once again. Super wildcard weekend. Five of the six games in the books. We've got one more game tonight. We're going to look at one of the big themes, I think, the big takeaways from this weekend here in just a second. But before we do, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online who remain your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. You're always going to find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. They feature live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. And all you got to do is head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just make sure to use our promo code, that's BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. And with what I do here on this show in, in covering football at large, themes, narratives, topics, or what I look at throughout the thread of a weekend like Super Wildcard Weekend in the playoffs. You look for commonalities that can link all of the games together, and sometimes you're gifted those opportunities. Sometimes you're gifted those storylines, those narratives, those themes. Uh, sometimes you're not. Sometimes none of the games really feel very similar. They all have their different threads to them, and it doesn't really work out. Well, this is one of those weekends, Super Wildcard Weekend, and the five games that we got on Saturday and Sunday – I think in which there was a common theme among some, I think enough of the games to where it was my big takeaway from the weekend. And it certainly reared its ugly head in both games on Saturday, and you saw threads of it in a couple of the games on Sunday. And that is the word inexperience. And I don't mean that in a positive or a negative way. I mean it in both. Because when we use the word inexperience and we talk about a lack of playoff experience and we talk about teams not having played in the playoffs before or not having coached in the playoffs before, we look at that sometimes as a negative. How are they going to handle the environment? How are they going to handle the pressure? How are they going to handle the idea of this could be our last game of the season? And on the other hand, we look at it as who's going to be able to rise to the occasion and sh showcase as if it doesn't bother them, as if this lack of experience, they're able to go into it with a, why can't it be us? Why can't we do this? It, it is a benefit that we're inexperienced because we don't know any better. Those are the two sides to the inexperienced coin. And I think this weekend, you saw both sides of that coin. And it started in the first game of the day on Saturday when the 49ers, in what was supposed to be a wet weather game that wasn't a wet weather game, welcomed in the Seattle Seahawks. And Brock Purdy, who didn't play his best game by any stretch, but Brock Purdy, Faced with that inexperience, he is a rookie quarterback, seventh-round pick, Mr. Irrelevant, hosting a home playoff game, facing a division rival for the third time, and they were down a point at halftime, and he goes out there in the second half and lights it up, and this 49ers team, he throws three touchdowns, they drop 41 on the Seahawks, and they move on to the next round. There's an example of the experience not being a factor. It was a benefit to Brock Purdy. He went out there attributed for four touchdowns, led his team down the field, made throws when he needed to make them, and led his team to victory. It didn't work against him. It worked in his favor. That was earlier in the day. And then at night, in the nighttime game, you saw the inexperience of a coach coaching in the playoffs for the first time and a quarterback playing in the playoffs for the first time on both sides of the coin 
in the game between the Chargers and the Jaguars. You saw the inexperience of Trevor Lawrence in the first half throwing four interceptions. But you also saw him bounce back in the second half and lead his team to a comeback victory. You saw the inexperience of Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert, their first time doing this dance. The way they managed the game at the end. The play calling, the game management, the clock management, all of it wrapped up into these were two teams that aren't normally here. Brandon Staley, never been. Justin Herbert, never been. Trevor Lawrence, never been. The one guy who had been and who had the experience, Doug Peterson, played it perfectly. That fourth down call was pretty good. The going for two on the touchdown prior to set up the field goal for it to win the game, that's where the experience came in. But it was the inexperience of everybody else around that created the drama that that game provided. And if you're Brandon Staley, and we might do a deep dive into this sometime during the week or down the road, there's going to be a lot of questions asked about what Brandon Staley's future is with the Los Angeles Chargers, with the way that that game played out. A 27-0 lead that just evaporates into thin air, and you lose 31-30. to You get four interceptions from the opposing quarterback, and you still lose the football game. Somebody's got to answer for that. There are going to be questions asked by front office, by ownership, and somebody is going to have to answer for those things. You did make that next step. You did make the playoffs, but you had a 27 to nothing lead on the road in a game. You should be moving on to join the rest of the AFC playoff picture. You should be joining Buffalo. You should be joining Cincinnati. You should be joining Kansas City and being a part of that mix. Instead, you're not. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence. Moving on, and maybe he can grow from this game in which he threw four interceptions and still was able to find a way to win. That was Saturday. That was the inexperience of Saturday playing out in those two games. And oh, by the way, Geno Smith playing in a playoff game for the Seattle Seahawks. Never done that before. So there was inexperience on that side of the, uh, of the coin too. And then you get to Sunday. We get to yesterday. And we start with Dolphins-Bills. And this is where I think the criticism out of any of these games is going to be levied the hardest. Because you saw... You saw a coach who had never called plays in a playoff game before. Can you remember a time watching any football game, whether it's college, whether it's pro, whether it's a team you're a fan of, whether it's a team you're not a fan of, Thursday night football, Monday night football, Sunday night football, playoffs, Super Bowl, preseason. I don't care the environment in which the game was played. Do you remember a game having as many late calls from an offensive coach into a team's huddle to where they are scrambling to the line to try to get the playoff. And they get bailed out because they either barely get the snap off or they don't get the snap off but it's not called or they have to burn timeouts in order to not get penalized. The other team's calling a timeout to set up their defense and you get bailed out. How many times? I mean, in the fourth quarter of that game, it felt like five or six plays in a row it happened for Mike McDaniel and the Miami Dolphins. Who, by the way, with an inexperienced rookie quarterback making his playoff debut in Skylar Thompson, were in this football game. Had a chance to beat the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Would have been the upset of the weekend, speaking of inexperience. But the flip side of that coin, Mike McDaniel looked like somebody who had never coached in a playoff game before. And he'll learn from it, and he'll evolve from it. But the fact that there couldn't have been an in-game adjustment from somebody, from any of the other members of the coaching staff, to be like, hey, we got to get these play calls in. Because it happened earlier enough in the drive in these drives to where you thought there would be some semblance of an adjustment and the excuse afterwards for the big time when it happened where they had to take the delay of game on fourth and one and make it fourth and six that he thought he had the first down listen you got a team of coaches there 
You got an entire coaching staff. Somebody's got to be able to tell you, hey, we we got to – it's fourth and one, and you don't have a fourth down play ready to go. If you come up just a little bit short, you don't have a fourth and two, fourth and one call ready to go. Again, that's where the inexperience showed for the Miami Dolphins. And you wonder what that game would have looked like if a healthy Tua could have played for the Miami Dolphins, and I'm sure that will be a topic of conversation among Dolphin circles in the offseason. But a rookie quarterback and a head coach who clearly showed that his inexperience of not being in a playoff game was a detriment. It did come back to cost the Dolphins in that game because they weren't able to execute down the stretch from a game management, clock management perspective. Now, to be positive about some inexperience, do we want to talk about Daniel Jones? Do we want to talk about Brian Dable? Do we want to talk about the New York Giants going into Minnesota and doing what I, I assure you most of us thought they would have been able to do? I don't know how many of us predicted it or thought it was a certainty, but when this matchup came out, when the wild card matchups were set and the Giants were going to go back to Minnesota, everybody thought, yup, that's an upset that could happen. The Giants almost beat them earlier in the season. They got a pretty good shot of doing it again. And they did so behind Daniel Jones making himself a lot of cash with the way that he played in this football game. 300-plus passing yards, two passing touchdowns, 78 yards on the ground. He's the first quarterback in playoff history to have that stat line. 300-plus passing yards, two passing touchdowns, and 70-plus yards on the ground. Saquon Barkley gets into the end zone twice. It was an incredible performance for the New York Giants in this football game, and they showed that they are going to be a tough out. It wasn't pretty the entire game. They gave up some drives to the Minnesota Vikings, but you got a first-year head coach with a team that nobody thought, nobody thought they were going to be able to be in the playoffs. But by the time the season was over, people thought they could go in there and they could play that type of game against Minnesota and win. And guess what? They have been, they have been the embodiment of we aren't experienced at this. We don't know how to close games. We don't know how to finish games. We don't know. We had Joe Judge as our coach for the last two seasons. We don't have the best roster. We are a growing young team. We don't. We are far away from where we want to be. Yet week in and week out throughout the entirety of the season, they just found a way. They just embraced who they were. They embraced the role that they found themselves in, and they were able to get to the playoffs. And then they embraced that role once again in this playoff game, and they are a pretty fun team to watch. And don't I don't think I will predict it. I give myself until Friday to be able to change my mind about this. But you got to think they got a pretty good shot to go and play the Eagles, a division team for the third time this season, and be able to make it competitive and keep it close against the Philadelphia Eagles. You got to think that that is a possibility, that is an outcome that we could foresee next weekend. And so that was my big takeaway from this weekend, is that you saw both the pros and the cons of the inexperience argument. You saw the embracing who we are, embracing that we're here, Nothing can phase us. We, we, we've we never actually failed in these environments, so we're not thinking about it. And we are embracing who we are. We're going out there, and we're, and we're just being the team that we've been all season, and it leads to good things. But you've also seen the, the, the other end of the coin of where it does impact you. The inexperience does lead to some mistakes. It does lead to those thoughts creeping into your head of, oh, no, here we go again if you're the Los Angeles Chargers. And that is where... We saw wins and losses come from this weekend, that inexperience on both sides of the ball. But I got to tell you, a lot of fun. What a fun weekend of wild card, excuse me, super wild card football action here uh, in the NFL. And I'm doing this show, you guys are listening to this Monday morning, I'm doing this Sunday night, Bengals-Ravens just finished up. 
So kind of collecting all of my thoughts, putting it all together. But it was a fun weekend. Didn't think it was going to be all that fun. We have the 49ers Seahawks game in which Brock Purdy shines. The 49ers continue to roll. But it's kind of a blowout in the second half of that game. They drop 41. You're thinking, okay, this isn't really going to be that fun of a weekend. Then the Chargers jump out to a 27 and nothing lead. And you're like, huh. Okay, are we going to have a close game? Are we going to have a competitive game into the fourth quarter where we've got two teams battling it out? Well, the NFL playoffs delivered with what the Jags were able to do, what Dolphins-Bills provided, what Giants-Vikings provided, and what Ravens-Bengals provided back-to-back-to-back-to-back to close out the weekend. And, oh, that's right, we're not done. We have a game tonight as the Cowboys are going to go on the road to take on the Buccaneers in the final game of the wild card playoffs. We do know uh, the AFC side of things in the playoff picture. We're getting Jags Chiefs on Saturday and then Bengals Bills on Sunday next week. That should be a lot of fun. So Jags Chiefs, Giants Eagles gives us our Saturday slate and then it's going to be Bengals Bills and then the winner of tonight's game will be taking on the 49ers. So just a fun weekend and the playoffs continue to provide that top notch, that top quality uh, football that has us on the edge of our seats. And again, for somebody like me who doesn't have uh, a dog in the race doesn't have a team that he is uh, rooting for or rooting against just out here to see some quality football and to see some fun games. The NFL certainly provided on Saturday and Sunday of wildcard weekend. We've got a jam packed loaded week. We'll probably talk about the giants this week as well. Some reactions to the game uh, from tonight, because who knows there are two ways that this could go. If the bucks lose, could this be the end of Tom Brady in Tampa Bay? If the Cowboys lose, what does the future of the Dallas Cowboys look like, and could they make a change at head coach? These are the things that are going through my head as big takeaways already ahead of time for the game tonight, but we'll let it play out, and we will talk about it here on the show tomorrow. I appreciate you making this show a part of your day, rating, reviewing, subscribing, following along, telling everybody you know about the podcast. Thanks, as always, to Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast. I hope everybody makes it a great rest of their Monday. I'll talk to you all tomorrow.